You know, when I was a kid, most things seemed rather straightforward. This is true, and this is not. This is a fact, and this is a lie. The longer in the tooth I become, however, the more befuddled this seems to get. Now, I know that today Jesus says nothing concealed will not be revealed nor secret that will not be known. When he says this, he's talking about everything he is teaching the disciples about God the Father, his kingdom, and our responsibility to it. I know that. Yet I can't help this week but to find myself wondering about the place of truth in our relationships with one another today. And I'm betting I'm not alone in this. There seems to be an undercurrent of disinformation today that would convince us there is no such thing as truth, only opinion, that my desire for something to be true makes it true, or my passion around something determines its value and validity. How many times have you been in a one-sided conversation with another person who simply could not listen to you because of their passionate embrace of what they know to be true, despite all evidence to the contrary? Frustrating, isn't it? I know I'm not alone. Archbishop Shelton recently told his priest that real listening means that you listen knowing there is a chance that what you hear will change you. That's real listening. A great many conversations today would not fit that definition of listening. Rather, it's primarily just people waiting their turn, usually impatiently, to tell you why you are wrong. Pile on top of this the reality that at times perspective does indeed create different answers to simple questions. Take this one. Earl, you have pretty good eyesight, right? Is that right? What number is that? Catherine, you're, you're a person who lives by truth. And you can, you can ask Ellen if you need to, but what number is that? Six. Six. 
I suspect that if I keep calling people out by name, <laughs> one, you're nervous, but two, I suspect that you're all going to tell me and try to convince me this number is six. Well, from my perspective, it is. It's a nine. It might be a six to you, but from where I stand, that's a nine. Unless you're able to look at this from my shoes, you'll never understand what I see. Someone over there is already trying, though. Does this mean, therefore, that there is no truth? That everything is just opinion or perspective? No, it does not. It means that truth is larger than simply our passions, particular perspectives and prejudices. The good news is that truth is independent of all of this. As the Gospel of John chapter 14 verse 6 attests, Jesus proclaims, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus Christ is truth. And this truth cannot be buried, covered over, or subjugated to anybody's agenda. Jesus Christ is truth incarnate. And no amount of manipulation or deception will win out over the second person of the Holy Trinity. The good news is that truth has a name, and that name is Jesus. We are summoned by church to be in relationship with this truth. Our gospel pericope today ends with Jesus saying, Everyone who acknowledges me before others, I will acknowledge before my heavenly Father. But whoever denies me before others, I will deny before my heavenly Father. This tells me that there will be an accounting, a measuring of how accurately I live my life through truth. How closely I live my life through Jesus Christ. What will be brought to bear in this ultimate evaluation of truth? Did I live through Jesus' great command? Love like I love. Did I live through Jesus' example of mercy, not rendering evil for evil, but rather giving to others way more than they deserve, the very definition of the Holy Spirit's gift, or I'm sorry, the Holy Spirit's fruit 
of kindness. We are each, right now in our lives, determining the measuring stick that will be held up against us in the next. We are determining right now, through our mercy, the mercy that will be afforded us. Our forgiveness right now, our release of others from their indebtedness to us, will be the measure of Jesus' release of our indebtedness. Our patience right now, our remembering the planks in our own eyes when interacting with others, will be the measure of Jesus' patience with us. Our kindness right now, our giving to others, more than they deserve will be the measure of Jesus's kindness toward us. We are each, you see, fashioning our judgment before truth himself right now in our relationships with one another. Particularly those others with whom we are in conflict. And Jesus assures us today that truth has its eyes on each of us and nothing escapes his view. We can trust that truth wins. Love is ultimately the victor. We have only to draw close to Jesus now, nurturing our life with him. Take up our cross now, witnessing his way to a world that would distract us from it or punish us for it, and follow in his footsteps now, for they lead to heaven. Can you imagine in today's world being on both sides of something and together experiencing the same thing? <laughs> together encountering truth in its fullness? Such is what we do when we gather around this This altar, me on that side, you on that. Together, worshiping truth. And together, being strengthened by him to fear no one.